Okay, hi everybody. Uh, my name is Steve Wong. I'm here today to talk about uh, open source tools that can be used in conjunction with Kubernetes. Uh, I work for VMware and I'm assigned to work on the Kubernetes project. Um, I've actually been working on Kubernetes since 2015, which as far as Kubernetes go, it goes, that's a long time. Um, what I'm going to talk about isn't Kubernetes itself, but other open source things that kind of plug and play and are useful to use alongside it. Um, the agenda today, I'm going to race through these because this is a brief presentation, but I'm going to cover Harbor, uh, an image repository, LightWave, Dispatch, Riff, Dispatch and Riff are for doing serverless. So are OpenFast and Knative are for serverless too, the Photon OS and something called Turn. Uh, Harbor is a container image registry. Uh, I assume if you showed up at a Kubernetes-related uh, talk, you know what that is, but just in case, buckle up. Um, when you use Docker containers, which is typical, typically something you're going to use with Kubernetes, uh, those things are built from Docker files into images, and you keep the images in a registry. People are generally familiar with Docker Hub out there on the internet, but if you're going to stand up Kubernetes on-prem, you will soon find that you want control over your own image registry. Uh, there's a lot that can go wrong if you just, in production, start pulling image binaries off on the internet to deploy in your data center. So Harbor is an open source container registry. Uh, things have changed just recently there. It was developed by VMware people, but we've had contributions from a number of outside entities. It's very popular in China. It's used in some VMware products, and it recently got adopted by the Cloud Native Compute Foundation. So one thing, if you start trying to pull this from the repo, the repo just moved within the past few weeks. Some of the docs still point you to the old location. Um, and I think those will, that'll all be the dust will clear in another couple weeks, but just giving you advisory, that's the state it's in. Uh, when you go out and look for a registry, you have a number of choices. There's Docker Hub. If you run in Google's cloud or Amazon's cloud, they have their own versions of cloud-hosted registries, but they really only make sense if you're going to stick to that one public cloud. Uh, if you're dealing with an on-prem scenario, there's, you can deploy Harbor on-prem but there's also uh, a number of others, Atomic, Quay, Docker, DTR. Standard features by all of these are that uh, generally there's access control of some sort. Uh, you want version management and the ability to use them through an API. Uh, when you move on to what I'd call enterprise registries, you up the game a little more and the ability to do operate both in public cloud and on-prem is big. Uh, bonus points if you can do replication and manage them all in a hybrid cloud scenario from one point, you know, publish a, an image at one location and get it replicated to other sites around the world or replicated to public cloud as well as on-prem locations. Um, a feature that Harbor has is image security scanning. So it actually digs into that image um, there are databases maintained by the government and other entities that track um, uh, security issues 
And this thing will police this, not only when the images are pushed, but if you turn it on when they're pulled. And that's definitely something you want when you're using this in production. Uh, the harbor integration for uh, access control can be, can be made to integrate with your existing uh, access control. You're, you, know, you don't have to create a new database of users and credentials to use Harbor, you could use um, your existing LDAP. Uh, it also can be made to integrate with your continuous integration, continuous uh, deployment, so that developers would simply check things into your source code repository, trigger a build, trigger an image build, and get it out there in your registries. Um, for signing, it uses the Claire, which is another open source project, uh, and Notary th uh, from the CNCF for signing. Um, supports policy-based replication. Uh, it's integrated with vSphere, RBAC, and it is published uh, in PKS, and, uh, which is a, a Kubernetes offering from VMware. Uh, Lightwave is a VMware-initiated open source project that provides Active Directory-like services for authentication. So this is used in a number of uh, the uh, VMware products. It isn't used in PKS, but um, I believe it is used in VKE. Um, this has had a proven history. It's a component of the platform services controller on vSphere. And uh, depending on uh, what form you deploy Kubernetes in, you might find Lightwave to be useful. Dispatch is a framework for implementing serverless. Um, serverless, I'm not going, this isn't a talk on serverless, but the idea is that servers are still there, but if you want to publish functions for access by people who don't have to administer a service, uh, Dispatch will take care of this for you. So it's, it's designed to support an application and system management model based on stateless functions. It is not the fast implementation itself, it's a framework that will host your function as a service on a Kubernetes platform, spinning up the resources required to host it from zero instances to N based on what your loading or requirements might be. So it supports plugins that actually implement the functions and provides the framework uh, to host these by, it, by itself. I'm afraid up here my uh, screen is small enough that it's got an event bus tie-in so that if you work your function as a service on an event consumption model, uh, it supports things like getting an event stream from RabbitMQ tied to your plugins that actually do the serverless. Riff is a plugin you can use with Dispatch. So Riff, is, Riff was made to respond to events coming through a stream, either RabbitMQ or Kafka. Uh, you can develop the function itself in multiple languages, Node.js, Java, or Python, uh, and it is designed for that scenario where you scale from zero to whatever is needed for heavy loads to consume and perform functions driven off this event stream. OpenFast is another toolkit for building serverless on uh, serverless hosted by Kubernetes or uh, it also will support Docker Swarm, although this talk is on Kubernetes. Uh, 
It has a UI portal with a function store. Uh, this project has VMware contributors, but a lot of outsiders. Um, Alex Ellis, a VMware employee, is a principal contributor to this project. It is, uses a tiny Golang component to build this. Um, it plugs into dispatch as shown in this diagram. Um, another open source uh, contribution, I think my deck's out of order, but I'm gonna just go on. Photon OS, it's a minimal Linux distribution. Uh, it feature, it can support popular, oh, the Knative slide was supposed to be in the dispatch. Sorry, my slide deck got out of order. Knative is one that just got released at the Google Net Cloud Next event about a month ago. And this was done in conjunction with Google, Pivotal, and others. Uh, it supports popular platforms like Spring, Rails, and more, integrates into CI/CD, handles serving on Kubernetes zero-dan instances. If it sounds a lot like Dispatch, uh, I believe that it is. So this serverless world is one where the dust hasn't settled yet. There's a lot of open source activity. Uh, a lot of these can use each other too. And I'm afraid without turning this into a talk on full out serverless, I can't go into more detail than that other than there's at least three of them I'm aware of that all seem to have substantial amounts of contributors. And you might want to look at them all if you're looking at hosting serverless in Kubernetes and beyond that, I can't, I can't stand up here and tell you there's one right answer in my personal opinion. They're all, they're all out there and there are entities like VMware and some of the VMware partners like Pivotal that seem active on all of them. So uh, I'll leave it at that. So the Photon OS is designed to be a minimal distro of, of Linux. So there are a lot of people are of the attitude that you don't want full Linux builds inside your container images. So the Photon OS is used on a lot of VMware products, but you can use it yourself on your own container images if you, if you choose to. Um, we have curated packages for it. Um, it's optimized if you happen to run this on a form of Kubernetes that's hosted on vSphere. There are features in those Photon images that uh, optimize performance when running on ESX. Uh, it is security hardened and it is used for things other than Kubernetes. I think Pivotal, uh, has, Pivotal Garden is supported inside this. Uh, it is somewhat comparable to other things like this, like uh, the container, in, container Linux, uh, the core version of Ubuntu and the atomic version that comes out of Red Hat. Uh, Turn is a tool used to audit container images and open source uh, uh, publication of VMware. Uh, what is Turn? Well, it's not, there is a Turn that's a bird and it's not that. There was an ancient song by the birds called Turn, Turn, Turn. The lyrics actually sound like they might have everything to, something to do with containers, that to everything there's a season, a purpose, a time to be born and a time to buy, time to laugh and a time to weep. The turn project tells you for your containers when it's time to weep. It goes and builds a bill of materials and is made to analyze the licensing. So if you as an enterprise have developers grabbing things out of containers, throwing them out there, and you might potentially be sued for violating a license, 
this will go and do an analysis of where all the stuff came from. And if you had the 20-year-old punk kid who went and grabbed random stuff and you'd like to know the license terms of what got built in this, this might help you go track that down and find it. So um, that's the list. I think uh, my time's running out. I've got a list here in tables of comparable things for many of these. You have other choices that are often also open source. So I gave you the table that maps kind of the categories of what these compare to or what some alternatives might be. To learn more, these are links when you get the deck. They're curated references that I've looked at myself and kind of would conclude that for a getting started to learn more, these are good sources. They're not consistent. Some of them are white papers, some are blogs, some are videos, but they're just kind of the best thing I saw out there on these individual projects. So um, that's it, thank you. I don't know if I have time for questions.